All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome into Oilers Nation every day, Friday live from Toronto in the Seagram's VO Select Whiskey Studios as we've been for the last couple of days. Yes, Liam. The Six. Live from the Six. Couple of boys in the six. The oh, big, that's how we do it? Six? The big, big glasses? The big six, as Andrea said to me when yeah. I got here. The big smoke, some would call it. Mm-hmm. Either way, uh, we have done, how many live shows have we done from this studio as a part of our network, Jay? There's been like, oh, there's probably been like 38. 16 hours of live content come from this room. We uh, just had an unbelievable oh interview in here with I the could, guys. I could run through a wall. Oh, <laughs> the Department of Discipline boys, Jay Rosehill and Ryan Pinder, did a live sit down with former NHLer Brad May. <gasps> it was unbelievable. It was so, it was so good. Good. Uh, even just like the, like the origin story in terms of like, Rosie and Mayday having their scrap and like the lead up and the commentary around that and kind of how Mayday kind of, you know, being, I think he was 38, he said at the time, yeah. and he was just kind of doing it to help Rosie build up his career. But just the stories, oh my God. Like we're going to, we're launching the episode right away. It's all on. It was live. It was live. It was live. YouTube. Oh, we did live. Oh my God. So it's Amazing. Friday, it's okay, Friday at sorry. one o'clock right now. They, know, they normally tape. Okay. Yeah. Friday at one o'clock in Edmonton. You're going to watch oh, this show up until watch. two. You have like two more hours of company time that you're going to want to burn off before the yeah, weekend. Yeah, of Department of Discipline's to play. It's 45 minutes that will feel like two seconds. Yeah, it was <laughs> really, really good. So can't recommend that enough. And it's always great, Liam, when we sit in the crowd and we watch like a great piece of journalistic media and the, <laughs> tackling heavy topics. And then we slide in. Yes, I have a lot of heavy topics to talk about. You right, have, let's start. Let's unpack that. Your foot blister. I have oh, God. multiple blisters on my feet today. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's been tough. Uh, Toronto has been good to me in most ways, but not with my feet. 
You should really plan out your orthotics on I your know. next trip. I never trip. thought about it. So you haven't done a lot of these trips, these, you know, working, yep, whatever trips yep. in another city. You wore like your winter boots. No, my that's style kind of, boots. Yeah, but your that's style kind of boots. Mistake. Yeah, these are my fancy boots. I only have two pairs of shoes. <laughs> so one is called your fancy boots and the other ones are called what? My my black shoes. <laughs> They're just a nice pair of Nikes. Yeah. And I wear them when I don't want to tie my boots up. Because this is there's multiple loops that you have to go through to make these. Work. Yeah, I own I own a pair of Red Wings, and uh, yeah, it's a commitment. Yeah, to take them on and off. But when I have them on, I'm like, man, I love these. But just the the Herculean effort it takes to put them on and try to slide them up my feet, I it it, it makes me debate. I probably wear them probably five percent of the time that I actually want to wear them. Yeah, it's true. Whenever we've been going to leave our hotel room, Liam always goes, well, hold up. Give me five because <laughs> it takes him five minutes to put on those damn boots. Um, so Liam's battling through blisters. You're playing hurt. And usually All-Star Weekend, <laughs> usually All-Star Weekend is chill. All the GMs are kicking back and relaxing. Players and agents are all on vacation. So there's never any news. That has that could not be further from the truth this week so far. Wednesday night, you get the big Lindholm deal. Mm-hmm. We talked about that yesterday. And you wake up today, and Liam, you saw me prepping in our hotel room for DFO Live. And I was like, God, I need like one or two more yeah. topics still. And then boom, right on cue, Sean Monahan going from the Montreal Canadiens to the Winnipeg Jets. That is the topic of our Sherwood well, Ford Giant question of the show. Our hotel isn't too far away from nope. here. Maybe a five-minute walk. Mm-hmm. 600 yes. meters, I believe. Yes. Which really brings the foot blisters into question. But anyways, that's it. <laughs> so when we left, uh, BM and I walked here this morning. When we left, that's when Monaghan got traded. Mm-hmm. When we got here, Todd McLennan had been fired. And also the players were now going to the Olympics. Yep. It kind of felt like that Adam Lawson day when Stamkos signed his deal. Day's not over yet. The, no, but that, it was like, tw- what was it, 34 minutes? Oh, oh I know. Yeah, it was 33 minutes of Stamkos, Hall for Larson, yeah. and Subban for Subban uh, Weber. Subban Weber deal. Um, so let's start with Monaghan. I want to dig into that a little bit. So it's a first-round pick going from the Jets to the Habs, a conditional third that the Habs will get only if the Winnipeg Jets win the Stanley Cup. There was no money retained in this deal. And, you know, Frank had talked about the idea of the Habs getting a first for Monaghan. After getting a first-round pick last summer, two summers ago, whatever, to take his contract from the Flames, an unbelievable Mastery. piece of business yes. by the Montreal Masterclass. Like, that's the kind of move that speeds up a rebuild because now they're going to have the Flames first-rounder next year. They have the Jets first-rounder coming up this coming season. It's... It's impressive to see what the Habs are building up, even from a perspective of like, don't use the picks. You can flip them. Outside of Edmonton and Toronto, every Canadian GM is cooking right now. They are cooking yep. all around us. So that brings us to the Sherwood Ford Giant question. For our friends at Sherwood Ford the Giant, you can visit them online, SherwoodFord.ca, to check out their extensive inventory of new and used vehicles. Why do you want to make Sherwood Ford the Giant your next dealership? Access to Sherbucks. That's oh, why I go. The coffee spot. Yeah. Yes. It's wonderful establishment within mm-hmm. the dealership. Yes. Very good. Would you have paid that price for Monaghan if you're Ken Holland? We're sitting here and watching Ken Holland sit on the sidelines while other teams in the playoff mix in Canada. It's this Western arms race. Calgary, granted, is selling off, but Winnipeg and Vancouver have now both made significant moves. You can sit there and say, Ken Holland, is he asleep at the wheel? Whatever. But would you have paid this price for Monaghan? No. I'm a no as well. I, I, I just, I just like, I, I, I know that guy has been through the shit, right? Mm-hmm. And he's reestablished himself. He's been able to maintain some health mm-hmm. and he's having a successful season. But like, I, it's, it's, 
He's a ticking time bomb for injury. Yeah, the injuries. right. You know, it's and 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 it and it's you have to weigh that risk into the price. Yeah, that that would be the biggest concern. I'm I'm a no as well, but I'm not like a definite no because you look at the other players in that position. The Oilers wouldn't have been able to afford them with the cap hit of Monaghan. Like that outweighs what like Adam Henrique's cap hit would be, right? Like that's the value of it. Is like you're getting Monaghan, and what is he like one six one point nine one point nine? Yeah. Like I think that's where the value is with him and the ability to, to have that in your team, and it's affordable. And the Oilers have no money. Yep. But now that they've yes. established like that, yes, <laughs> like the kind of center core here. Like I don't know, maybe you didn't need a Monaghan, or like maybe you don't need a Henrique. And I think that's an interesting point. First off, JT Shark in the YouTube chat said the Oilers just got Perry. How quickly people forget. And I think that's fair. You can't go on and say like Ken Holland sitting on his hands, not doing anything. He did go out and sign Corey Perry. But it's not enough. It's not enough. And it, if we're all in, it's not enough. It's a good move. Yeah. yeah. And Chell Iverson said Perry's a great ad, but they still they're a great pickup, but they still need to add. And I agree. But I think you bring up an interesting point now, Liam, when you look at the depth chart of this team. Connor and Leon are cemented in as your one and two centers when the playoffs start. I know you might want to tinker with new whatever. Connor and Leon one two. Mm-hmm. Ryan McLeod, since you flipped him back to center, I was initially concerned, but those concerns have been quieted. He's continued to play well in that well. spot. I actually think what might be smarter, and I've said this a bunch of times, but go get a fourth line center, someone a right shot, take some minutes away from Derek Ryan. You maybe don't need both Derek Ryan and Matthias Yanmark in the same lineup. I don't really think Derek Ryan can play center full-time at the NHL level anymore. It's like, yeah. maybe you need a fourth-line center, not Henrik or Monaghan, and you need to save assets for a winger or a defenseman. I actually think center might have, as you kind of alluded to, it's shuffling down my list of priorities. Yeah, I, I think adding to the bottom six is what I would do, but not at the center position. And Nick Dowd is a guy we've kind of spoke about a little bit, right? And I like having Derek Ryan in the lineup because he does take face-offs on the right, right? So Mm -hmm. you can have him in, but I just don't think he's got the foot speed anymore to play as a sentiment in today's NHL. But the owner's lineup is kind of filling up nicely with some talent here. So I don't know how much Ken Holland actually has to go out and, like, he needs to go shopping, of course, but, like, what does he need to go and do? Like, Gensel would obviously be an unreal ad. Yeah, but if you it's a better ad you can take out of Pittsburgh, by the way. Yeah, we know. <laughs> but if you got like a solid fourth line center and a guy who can play in your bottom six on the wing, Tessier and Dowd, like is that not a better ad than? And you probably I don't know, are, like, and you're not giving up your first, and you're getting yeah. a guy in Tessier who's an RFA, so you control the asset. Well, if we can create a situation where we can properly roll four lines, we saw how that works for Vegas. Like, I don't yeah. mind inv- in- investing in the bottom six depth, but I still think we need. That second line needs more. just a little more. Because so that, but that also like like you that pushes the guy down into the bottom six. So it kind of I think I think the interesting thing with the the second line is you have guys who like in uh Fogel and Kane, two guys who when they're hot, they're hot. But when they're cold, they're yep. ice cold. So like how long do you want to run that risk with those two guys? May unless Holloway starts picking it up. They've just got so many pieces you can put kind of everywhere. But you need, but we need, yeah. And so, like, and there's uncertainty, right? Yes. The, and so, we need some important. certainty. Yes. Uh, like and then we'll, so. and then we can, and then that insulates us, and then we can ride the wave with the others, mm-hmm. slotted in the right role. Yeah. Star Lord says, "Is Zegris a center or a winger?" I'll tell you uh, what. He's no. a player. I'm not interested. He's in. a distraction. Yeah. That's what he is. Yeah, I wouldn't go anywhere near. He's Zegris. a TikTok star. So you're saying I'm rivals definite, was? I'm a definite no on the Monahan for a first. I I never liked that idea. If if Henry costs you 
a second and then a fourth to a third party broker to make the money work, then I'm more intrigued. But if I'm giving up a first, I'm getting Jake Gensel or I'm getting a high end winger or I'm using it to get a defenseman with term. I'm going to go Foley, Kevin Hayes. About your boy. I know. I like to Foley too. What? Kevin Hayes. That's who I would go after. If I was like trying to get a sentiment for this team, like, <sighs> if, and I don't think he would actually have much interest because of his no movement, but like, yeah. the way the money could work, and he would, you have he would move, year, he would move to come to Edmonton, but I he has think. one more year, two more years, is, two more years, sorry. But he's on a new deal, right? Well, he's on that uh, deal that Philly, Philly retained signed. already. So, oh, if, okay. but if St. Louis was like, hey, we're gonna keep half, I think Kevin Hayes ends up in Colorado. I think they keep slice it again, and he's like one point eight, and Colorado sells a lot for him. I think that's where I would buy. Is a guy like, I don't know, man. It's just, I'm trying to weigh out like where the biggest impact is felt. And but, for me, it's Ryan McLeod's there and Ryan McLeod's playing good. Mm-hmm. At there's the moment. An, there's an impact relative to cost upgrading the fourth line center. There's an impact relative to cost on the third line that I don't quite see. Top six right wing, big impact. What if you don't have to move Ryan McLeod and you just move Nugent Hopkins to the left wing and then you slot it in? Kevin Hayes, for example, if Van de Kay moves down, then Holloway's on your fourth line center. Yeah. This, that's what I mean. There's just like so many guys you can just place everywhere. Well, and then what's also Foley. interesting is... Toffoli would be on right Again, I, I think... Toffoli's the guy. Yeah. yeah. If it's not Crosby, it's Toffoli. I told you, my my power ranking order list goes Sidney Crosby 1, Tyler Toffoli 2. And there's a gap there. So I'd, I'd put it close. Yeah. Because I know, I know Sid's still... A, it's a white whale situation. I get it. And it's, yeah, not going to happen. <laughs> but I'm not going to let it go. Because Ken should try. You got to at least try. And I know people probably just are so annoyed with me and fed up with it, but like, we can't, we, we, like, let's just keep thinking. Remember last year, we were drinking the Kool Aid and we were talking with Eric Carlson for two weeks? Wasn't that a magical period of time? One of my uh, favorite no, it drove me nuts. Drove you nuts. Because I was, I was the weird anti Carlson. <laughs> but guy. that one never made sense. Like, that it one never made sense. It was. <laughs> Well, we were going like, to get I don't him think three Crosby's times retained somehow. We were going to we were going to violate the CBA. We we're going to get him for a million bucks. It was great. It was going to be special. Now we're going to get Crosby fifty percent retained, fifty percent, and just totally change the dynamic of this organization. All right, we're going to park the trade talk for a second. That was our Sherwood Ford Giant question. A big shout out to our friends at Sherwood Ford, the Giant. Let's keep going with the news. Todd McClellan. Gassed. He's gone. No longer the coach of the LA Kings. Took over in 2019. Since then, what did the Kings get up to? Well, they lost in the first round twice to the Oilers. LOL. When the Oilers played them at the end of December, LA was one of the best teams in the league. They were cooking. The Oilers beat them and sent them into this downward spiral that they never recovered from. The Oilers have, in a way, killed the LA Kings three times in the last three years. Regicide. We did it again. (laughs) Oh, that's a... I forgot about that word. We love to... Murder the monarch. Sorry. <laughs> we are at the Fairmont Royal York, so yeah. watch your tongue. Well, the queen has stayed here, and Liam and I are going to do a ceremony in front of her photo and the mm. book where she signed. I haven't seen this yet. I actually have no idea where it We're is. We're going to go shoot a video. I'm, ex- I'm You're excited. You're going to show me the proper see. courtesy to show <laughs> this beautiful painting of the queen and the prince, but who cares? Queen. Mm-hmm. And then I love how when she signs her name, it's just her first name. Elizabeth. That's how you know you've made it. Like Ichiro. Adele. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, let's keep moving along with the Dr. Collin conversation. Kaka, yes. Share. Yeah, Vic, Cher. our producer, says share. Yeah. Quite a variety. Yeah, you're right. Um, I I honestly think this is a panic move. Oh, Tyler Mulek says Prince as well. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's yeah, a good poll. That is a piece. good poll. Um, 
I Sting. think McClellan's getting the short end of the stick here. Madonna. Madonna. We're also doing this show in front of a live studio bagged milk. <laughs> when Brad May was doing the interview, there's 25 people in the room watching. I, I and then said. it's like, yeah, hey, Oilers Nation every day is next. Everyone's like, all right. Yeah, they actually moved out of the room quicker. Like very fast, yeah. <laughs> Women and children first. <laughs> um, yeah, I think they shafted McClellan. I don't think he was the problem. I think that roster's good. I think Todd McClellan is a really good coach. I said this when the Oilers fired him. I don't agree with this at all from a Kings perspective. From an Oilers perspective, I think the Kings got worse today. Well, <sighs> but isn't he just one of those coaches that is always going to have like a deadline? Like his yeah, lifespan it's, is it's, only it's so the long. easiest lever to pull. It's the easiest, easiest. You can't fire players. So yeah. it's the easiest lever to pull. GM's always going to save himself. So he's got that maneuver to do it. Yeah. Now, you think, I think this is a bad thing in the sense of this, the Kings are going to get better. Spock, how many you think they're going to get that dead cat bounce? Well, I don't know. I'm an Edmonton Oilers fan, and I just went through this two months ago. <laughs> yeah. And it's pretty fucking awesome on the other side of it. I'll tell you that much for free. But I think the you could go back to that and the Oilers' problems. You know, a little bit of coaching. The penalty kills better, all that stuff. But it was bad luck. It was the Stars not scoring. It was goaltending, right? Yeah. This King's problem it just feels like a room that's very disrupted. And I don't think if it's Jim Hiller or Todd McClellan, like, is well, that going to make... Is, say you can get someone to... Say I don't want to kill the king. Thank you. Say I want to celebrate the king. Mm-hmm. And now I'm going to celebrate the king. What if What if he's a whisperer and get the room back? Like, that team on paper is scary. We all thought they were going to win the It division. is scary. So I don't want us to, like, write them off. Like, they started tanking. They're firing the coach. That's also a wake-up call for the players. That also maybe is an opportunity to try to get them back together as a group. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not, I'm not like it's it's still like easier said than done. But like things like that kind of happen when that first domino falls of a coach being gassed. Their first game back is against the Oilers. Really? Yeah, uh, February 10th because they have the bye week after. Oh, uh, so, so they have Edmonton. At home, and then they go on the road to play Buffalo, New Jersey, Boston, and Pittsburgh. So, well, okay, well, let's let's. You know, well, then if we can win the next two, and then maybe they kill our streak, then everything's good. Uh, just quickly, Daki says, "What if LA gets Woodcroft?" So Hiller, they <laughs> they they <laughs> did say in the release, Hiller's taking over for the rest of the season. So this is going to be their hire for now. Um, it would. You, I'm actually shocked just to try to like. Take is like we're in their heads. We live rent free. Yep, in LA, it's great. I love it. But uh, if they are in Woodcroft, I wonder if that would have some kind of like counter juju, you know, and actually could neutralize that situation. I think I was talking have. to BM about we have this. To start paying the rent. I wouldn't feel good about having to dislike Woodcroft. Like I think McClellan's a good coach, but I didn't have a problem with the Oilers beating up on Todd McClellan a little bit in All the right. playoffs. I like Woody still, so I don't know. Yeah, I like Woody. I love. Coach Garlic. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Give me that knob. I'm a knob gobbler. <sighs> this is why everyone left. <laughs> Who left? The, the live studio. That's why we only have the live studio bagged milk. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just creating chuckles o' plenty with the audience of three. Yeah, you are. We also do have our production team here, so fair enough. Um, so Todd McClellan gassed. The other big news from today, Frank Saravalli was on it bright and early this morning. It is the news that Best on Best Hockey is returning for the NHL. Now, the Olympics are coming. Best on Best? Well. Kind of. A version. We'll get to Best on Best in the 2026 Olympics. They confirmed today. Oh, can't wait. The building's going to get built in Italy. There's no more hurdles to clear. Insurance, all that shit. They figured it out. 
The NHL players are going to go back to the Olympics in 2026. Amazing. In 2025, there's going to be no All-Star game. Kind of sad because we're having fun this weekend. I would have liked to do this again somewhere. Maybe somewhere warm. Anyways, no All-Star game in 2025. It's going to be replaced with a tournament between four countries. Canada, USA, Sweden, and Finland will be the four participating federations. They're going to play the tournament over the course of nine days. There'll be seven games. Everyone plays everyone. The top two teams from that round robin play for the title. Boom. It's like minor hockey week. Kind of like minor hockey yeah. week, Jay. Um, they're also, an interesting note, the point system they're using, 3-2-1-0. So maybe a little look that the NHL's intrigued by that idea. That's how the PWHL does it, That's right? how the PWHL yeah. does it. It's probably how the NHL should do it as well. Um, but what do you guys think of this four-team tournament? Like, it's not... It is very clearly not best on best, and there's a part of me that says it's a start. It's, it's a start, but like it, I, and I know like the the big thing here, right? It, it's it's that Russia is not playing in it, but like, how come we don't have Czechia and Slovakia? Why couldn't you like why four? I know the time frame's tight or whatever, but like, why couldn't you do four? Or sorry, why couldn't you do six? Yeah. Why couldn't you push it a little bit? Get a couple more of these countries involved, and you know it's in the middle of the season, like the Olympics would be, I guess. But it's a fabricated, made-up tournament. Are the players going to buy in to a fabricated, made-up tournament when there's not a chance to win an Olympic gold on the line? Yeah, or in the middle of the season. In the middle of the season. Are guys going to be opting out of this thing? What's You're the on a 16-game heater. Then you got to yeah. go to the, what do they call it, the tournament of you like it? champions? I mean, I like it, but I, I don't know if I love the timing of it, but... Maybe those, maybe these bye weeks kind of on either side of it. So those players get breaks or something too. It just seems like they're trying to force something in. And I think the news of just having the Olympics coming 2026 would have been enough for everybody. Oh, I'm so, so jacked. Yeah. I, well, and I'm also a well noted like Olympic buff, specifically the Winter Olympics. Mm. Love my speed skating. <laughs> Love my Olympic curling. I'm excited for the Summer Olympics this year. Are no, you? Yeah. Well, because okay, well, well, the they, they've got the demonstration. Oh, no, they're not doing demo. They've got like flag football in it this year, right? No, that's coming for the LA Olympics. Whenever that is, is. That the next 2028. One? <gasps> this one's Paris. Oh, Perry. Yeah, it's yeah. 2024 already. Yeah. Were we Welcome. at Paris last night? Were we in Paris last uh, night? That was, yeah, in Texas. Uh, Paris, oh, Texas. Paris, Texas. Okay. Yeah, we were in Paris, Texas yes. last night. And can we say who we ran into? I think it's well, fine. Why not? Yeah, I mean, we were sitting there having a drink. Uh, there's NHLers all over the city. Yeah, if right. we don't tell the audience we saw NHLers, then they can't believe we're in Toronto. Yeah, and uh, the Russian boys showed up. Kucherov, Shesterkin, Kaprizov, you noted Kirill Kaprizov, very small. You said, I think I take him in a fight, which was bold of you. I but never said that. I, well, he, he's, he's, you had he's a couple got quads. Tequila. They all like Cooch had quads. I'm a, well, I'm, I like to pay I saw to Kucherov out the corner of my eye. And I think I said to you, I was like, oh, BM. I was like, I'm pretty sure that was Nikita Kucherov. And it, oh, it was BM because you were in the bathroom. Yeah, and I was, so all the urinals were full. So I was standing. There was in, only one. Yeah, okay. So the <laughs> urinal, not plural, was full. So I was standing in the stall doing my thing. And the door doesn't lock. In the bathroom. Did not that I needed it to. And then the door kind of like opened and kind of hit me. And I turned around. And I was like, I'm in here. And I looked at it, I was like, that guy looked familiar. And I came out and you were like, I think I saw Nikita Kudrow walking to the bathroom. And I was like, Nikita Kudrow walked in on me taking a leak. <laughs> so anyways, that's what you get at All-Star. Yeah. They weren't there very long. No. Not well, really. it was late in the night. Yeah. And the bar was kind of winding down. There wasn't and, much going on. And like immediately a couple of I was trying to leave. Oh, yeah. yeah they got, yeah, they got. Yeah. And they had a couple of fans come up and they were like, we're out of here. See you later. Um, so 
somehow we got to that from our best on best talk. Uh, but you want so a lot of talent not going to this thing. Mm-hmm. So we tasked Liam with putting together a roster of who will not be playing in this using air quotes best on best tournament next season. And you guys all know I like to make rosters. You love making a good roster. So there is these are the countries represented. There's Russia, Germany, Slovenia, Czechia, Switzerland, uh, Denmark, Norway. Okay, give me the forwards that won't be competing in this thing. Okay, Kaprizov, Dreisaitl, and Kutrov is my top line. My second line is Panarin, Kopitar, and Pasternak. My third line, Kevin Fiala, Gino Malkin, Timo Meyer. Okay. Fourth line, Ehlers, Hesha, Sharon Govich. And no I- Matt Zuccarello. My extra forwards are Zuccarello and Stutzler. The Prince of Norway. Stutzler okay. should not be an extra forward. Just Stutzler. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, help. he's going. He's a young buck. All right. So who are the blue liners who won't be there? <laughs> Roman Yossi. Mm-hmm. Sider. Moritz. Uh, Sergeyev. Philip Bronick. Ivan Provorov. Mm. Uh, this one's a wild card. Simon Nemec. Probably. Yeah, he's pretty good. And then my extra defenseman, uh, Olov and Gavrikov. Okay. We'll lose a little I, bit of steam there on the blue line. Yeah, the but blue I line's not that good. And the goalies who wouldn't be going? Uh, you may have heard of him. Igor Shosturkin. Oh, my friend from last night. Yeah, yeah. How dear buddy friend. Yeah. In Paris. Uh, Ilya Sorokin and Andre Vasilevsky. No, so you see Soros. He he's would go. He's Finnish. Finnish. Right? Yes, he is. Yeah. Yeah, he is from the country so, of Finland. Mulek is in and says, "I don't know why we're hating on this. It makes sense. They can only play so many games if they want every team to play together." And I get it. I'm actually okay with this. I just have like I'm stoked for the Olympics now. The fact that we're getting best on best, true best on best at yes. the Olympics. I don't Connor wrestling. McDavid in a Team Canada jersey with Sidney Crosby. I saw my guy Brennan Clack at teammate? NHL Update on Twitter. He put out, like, Canada, power player down in a game. Who's stopping them if they're down a goal late in a game and they go, okay, we're going Kale McCarr, Crosby, McKinnon, McDavid, Marner, maybe Braden Point in Marner? front of the net. Marner's pretty nasty, Jay. Well, where's your, where, where's your meat? Where's your meat on that, power play? on that power play? Yeah, the point is, <laughs> the lineups you can create are absolutely bananas. And it's exciting to know... That next year in this mini little Four Nations thing, we're going to get to see that to an extent. And then we're really going to get to see it come to fruition in the oh, Olympics man. when it's true best on best. Can you read the rules for this tournament, though? Because isn't it so it's, they play each other once each in yep. a round robin. So there's three games. Mm-hmm. And then the top two play just one game final. Yep. So there's seven total games in the tournament over nine days. See, like if they wanted to expand it to eight, like I'm sure they're just doing the four because the Olympics is coming. But like, you could do an eight-team tournament and just do exactly the same and just extend it to like. I guess maybe days. the thinking is is that watered down. So like another wrinkle maybe, with this is the players playing this have to have NHL contracts. Oh yeah. So if you were to different. expand it further beyond that, I would imagine there's some layer. Well, there wouldn't needing, be a German. Team yeah, like logistically, like logistically, you would probably need insurance and things like that if you're expanding right, it. If course. you keep it just NHL players, it's a little bit different, but. I, my nerves come from, will the players buy in? Will this be a hard-fought tournament, or will this be a glorified All-Star I game? think you'll definitely see it, the, the Swedes and the Finns, anytime they can put their jersey, their country jersey, like that's that's the, the goal. 
Like yeah. the country, that's all they care about yeah. is the national jersey. So I think you'll see it from them. Yeah, the Canada-U.S. dynamic will be interesting, but that might just be a rivalry in itself, right? Because yeah. U.S. So <sighs> here's what I would have done. And I would have maybe gone a hair different. I would have done a best of three, two best of threes to start. And you can play them on the same days. Double headers. Sweden, Finland, Canada, USA. Rivalry. Best of three to start. First team to win two of their games moves on. I think that would give it a chance to actually get heated if you had to play them back-to-back nights. Yeah. And then you just have the winners meet in a best of three final. And I think then that would even have a chance to get heated, even though you're not traditional rivals per se. That would have been cool. This is a quick accelerated tournament. I get it. But... The winning team still has to play potentially yeah. four games, right? You do it this way. Yeah, there's a chance you need to play six games over the course of nine days, we'll call it. And maybe the players wouldn't want to do that, but I don't know. I think it'll be competitive because it's the first time most of these guys have been able to play in a tournament like this, right? Like there'll be yeah. very few on Canada's roster. Maybe David like, should be fired up. When was the last time yeah. he put on a Team Canada jersey? Did he go to a World Championship? He went to a Worlds his first year after yeah. the draft. So there you go, 2017, whatever that would be. Yeah. Because remember McClellan was coaching that team? And like Taylor Hall was there too, I think. Like no, I, if I'm remembering right, correctly, that was like a big deal. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm right. That would have been 16, wouldn't it? Uh, yeah, it would have been, well, no, 2015. Connor McGibb was drafted in 2015. The 15-16, yeah, 2016 World Championship, yeah. No, the yeah. 14, fi- end of the 14th. Oh, he played, played before? He, I think he played before he was drafted. It's just I Google it. We have the power no, of the internet no, right we in don't. front of us. No, the internet's broken at the hotel, so don't even look it up. All right, so that's the big news from today is all the best on best stuff. That's certainly interesting. I know there what it was 2016. How'd you find that? The internet, the internet, crazy. Again, the value of having a live studio bag milk in attendance. Uh, if you want to hear bag milk's take on all this, we're going to be recording a new episode of Oilers Nation Radio oh, yeah. a little bit later on this afternoon. So, oh boy, that's right. Yeah, we still we still got work to do, boys, and it's Work's already 3:30. Yeah, job job's not done. Uh, anyways. Oh, other exciting news. The Oilers are going to be back in action on Tuesday, taking on the Vegas Golden Knights. We're going to be doing a watch party with our friends over at Greta's. If you want to come downtown, you already know it's a great spot. Yep. Pre-game, post-game, but I always like to say it's a perfect spot for the game. The TVs are on. They're in great spots. The booths are roomy. Intermission entertainment with the games. And we will be there. I'll be on the mic. We'll be doing our pre- and post-game shows live from Greta as well. Someone We're- come and dethrone Tyler from the football game, please. You cannot. You Please, just can't. Just do it. I you know can't. one I know I know one of you is out there. Rich can't we on this camera or that camera? If someone dethrones me in the one? football game, I'll cover their tab. Wow. You heard it here first, folks. Straight up. If you can beat my high score in the football game, I'll cover your tab. Regicide. Within Let's reason. Go. Within reason. I'm not covering like a five hundred dollar tab. But you seem pretty confident. Oh yeah, I'm incredibly confident because I think I think everyone in the world was given one gift, something they are truly the best at. Mine just happens to be a total waste. It's an arcade football game. Mine was naming flags. So yeah, and, you know, really. but that could come in handy. Mine used to be knowing all the state capitals. Why do I, I don't know why? <laughs> and you've forgotten them. You knew them at one point, but you I, forgot them. I think I know them all still. There's still there's a couple mm-hmm. tricky ones, right? Mm-hmm. The Dakotas I always get mixed because there's ah, two Dakotas. Yeah, um, Fargo. North Dakota. Right? Uh, so you got Bismarck is one. That's Minnesota. Uh, Biz- Bismarck is no Bismarck. I believe is South Dakota. Oh no, Bismarck being. Does this where I get confused? <laughs> Fargo, I don't think it is the capital. No, I think it's, it's in Pierre. North Dakota, though, right? Yes, Fargo is in North Dakota. That's where the the Jets have to land. That's why we know about Fargo. Oh right, yes. of course, yes, right? yes. 
Anyways. All right, yeah, I'll we're going to move up. along. Uh, we are credentialed media this weekend at NHL All-Stars, so that means sometimes we're going to have to go act like journalists, which is what you're going to do. Are you not going to watch? Oh, geez, Gary Bevan press conference at the Sponsor Bex in, so, in like seconds. I got to go. So big shout out to Jay for joining us on the Star Mechanical. I'm speculating. Line. There's doing it. So here's the thing. He's doing an announcement. Don't cut off my ad reads. Oh, yes. I love Star Mechanical. Edmonton's number one plumbing and heating company. <laughs> Visit them online, starmechanical.ca. They've been doing it and running the game for more than 20 years. Find out how they can help you this winter. I want to do a prediction because I'm about to leave here to go to this press conference that Gary Bettman's doing at Sponsorship X. Sponsorship X is the the conference that we're a part of. What we're doing all these live shows live from here at the mm-hmm. Royal York, and he's going there to do an announcement, a league announcement. And given the fact that it's like a sports marketing conference, I think it's like a brand partnership amount announcement. So I think he's going to announce that Body Armor is the official drink of the NHL. That's my guess. Let's see if I'm right. Oh, McDavid will probably be there then. Don't tease me, Liam. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Connor will probably be there, Jay. Stop it. Okay, uh, I got to go. Okay, uh, we're going to let Jay go. First, a message from our friends at Seagram's VO Select Whiskey. My family's very own whiskey. Barrel-aged and set apart. Marked with VO. Artfully blended. Impeccably crafted. As a wedding gift to my son. For the bride and groom. And now, over a century later, from our very own family to yours, a legacy rooted in whiskey. Seagram's VO, growing deeper, reaching out, raising a glass to your legacy. Seagram's VO, make it your very own. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for the award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome back to Oilers Nation every day. We got a lot of stuff to handle. There was some really interesting quotes from Gary Bettman. Uh, we asked if maybe, because he has to walk through the hotel to get to where he's at. He mm-hmm. said, Gary, if you got five minutes, swing in. We'll have the couch ready to go. Bottle of Seagram's for, for, to offer you. Do you think that's who sprinted by? 
What, in the middle? Yeah, maybe. He just didn't want us to see him. Didn't want to. Yeah, he's blowing us off. Anyways, let's get into the (laughs) Charm Diamond Center's YouTube chat brought to you by our friends at Charm Diamonds. More than 80 locations across the country through Charm and their sister brands. And you can get a ring built and delivered in less than four weeks. That is a tight turnaround, but they do good quality work and they do it fast. Big shout out to Charm Diamonds. Someone in there asked if we would have been okay with a Team Europe or a Team North America returning for this uh, kind of weird best on best, not quite best on best tournament. Where do you come out on that? I mean, probably, right? I like Team Europe. I didn't... I liked Team North America at the time, but in hindsight, I go... It would have been cooler to see Connor McDavid with Canada, Austin Matthews with Team USA. Yeah, like they prob- there's guys on those rosters that are good enough to make Canada's roster or the U.S. roster, whatever it may be, right? Also, if they were to do an under-25 team, they should allow it to be across the four nations that are going. Mm-hmm. Like it shouldn't just be whatever, right? Canada, U.S. roster player, so North American. But like you look at it, it's like, okay, Bedard and Fantilli, like, probably have a half decent chance of cracking the yep. team Canada lineup like from Sweden obviously look at a guy like Leo Carlson and yep. so it would have been fun but I'm I'm not too concerned about having team those. Europe would have been kind of cool you could have extended this yeah, to a five team tournament but then obviously you get into the complications of what the Russians players go again you know what I mean like are they allowed to go for team Europe yeah like it's kind of the standard day you know it's just a touchy subject, of course, and it's not good. But yeah, what is, what is that the NHL doing? I feel like they're just avoiding a yeah. bad situation. Yeah, that one is definitely more of a whatever you call it a geopolitical yeah, thing yeah, than yeah. it is like a some sort of preference based on For the sure. hockey. So Lance says I did enjoy Team North America. And like I said, I, I did too. But that roster was so weird. Like so to weird. look back at it now, like Ryan Murray was one of the top defensemen on that team. Yeah, yeah, it's just strange. Like there was someone else on that team. Like Brandon Saad was on that team. Good play, don't get me wrong, but it's like you look back at it now, it's not like every guy on that roster turned into these superstars around the league. Tyler Mulek says, it's full games, Tyler. You can't do double headers. I didn't mean, I meant like a back-to-back set of games. Like Sweden plays Finland, Canada plays USA, like in one yeah. night. I obviously didn't mean Team Canada, bro. Come on, U18. Come on, Mulek. <laughs> Uh, Lance says, so was Pareko. He was on that team. Or sorry, Mulek said that. Yeah, so was that's right. Yeah, someone DM'd or commented today. Or maybe they replied to a tweet. Someone communicated with me in some form about the idea of Colton Pareko. And it kind of ties into something Frank was talking about earlier. The possibility of a player with term being a target. Because we're sitting here now. It's a month and six days until the NHL trade deadline. 34 days or some shit like that. And names one and two off Frank's list are gone. Yeah. So I kind of asked Frank, I said, where's the market going to go from here? Who are the under the radar names? What could happen? And he basically said, you know, look for some players with term guys we haven't been hearing about. We know the St. Louis Blues. Next time Frank puts out a list, one of the things on trade targets will be a Blues defenseman. I don't know who. I don't know if it'll be a specific one. But here's where I I come out on Pareko. If Colton Pareko had two more years left at 6.5, and you said, hey, St. Louis, can you keep a little bit of that? Maybe yeah, do us a solid. I'm in. Six. I'm in. Bring him in. Good story. He's having a better season this year. You know, he's not aging great, but he's still a top four defenseman. He's got a lot better, too, under the new coach. Yep. I'm not going and giving up assets and finding a way to make the money work on Colton Pareko when he has six more seasons left, seven more seasons left, something like that. 2030. I am so six more seasons. Twenty thirty. And how old is he right now? 
30. I'm not interested in 35, 36-year-old Colton Pareko, unfortunately. It, it, I, I love the guy, love the player, would love the story. The contract just makes it impossible. Yeah, I don't know why the others would want to go down that rabbit hole of trying to bring in a guy with with so much term left, right? Like, how old is that, Colton? 32? 32. So you still have him for three more, two more Pareko years Pareko always sounds like, like he's a kid to me, and the fact yeah. that Ekholm's only two years older than him is weird. He was also on the Team North American roster. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just don't see that as a as an option at all. It's a very difficult deal to pull off. Just thinking, like you said, one of these St. Louis defensemen is going to be on the block. They all have no movement clauses. Yeah, none of them modified. <laughs> They're like, hooped. Uh, well, I mean, like, remember they wanted to trade trade Tory uh, Krug, Krug to Philly. Yeah, and Tory Krug is like, ah, uh, no, so, I'm good. So Happy Krug here. and uh, and Falk have deals until 2028. Nick Letty has the shortest amount of time left, but his deal doesn't end until 2027, but he's $4 million. So maybe that's the one you could get Nick away Letty? with. Yeah, Nick Letty. I like, I not for the Nick Oilers, Letty. I'm just yeah. saying in general. Yeah. Uh, Chell says, is Sean Walker still available? Yeah, I mean, by all reports, Sean Walker's still on the market. Sean Walker's expected to be moved. We'll see mm-hmm. if that ends up happening. But there's one name Frank said that really got me excited, Liam. And we saw last night in the draft, Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl had their little GM hats on. They're sitting with Will Arnett, who's a pretty funny individual. We yeah. saw him do some stuff later in the night. Yeah, uh, at a little performance, but uh, a, little performance. a little performance. Spit and chicklets alive. Well, we can just say it. I'm not. I'm no, not I'm just, that. the way you said it was I very know. funny. Um, a small production. Small production. We have heard of him. But Frank said Boone Jenner. Connor, and, Connor and Leon picked him yesterday. Frank said maybe that's a guy who could shake loose. <laughs> Son of a bitch! I want it so bad. Didn't want to pick Travis Konechny, hey? I would wear my Columbus Blue Jackets Boone Jenner jersey to every game I go to if they get Boone Jenner. I just keep thinking back to what Tampa Bay did when they had Barkley Gaudreau and Blake Coleman come in. Okay. Like two guys who weren't expected to get traded, right? And then they got the term on them. And I feel like that really set a tone for what the NHL can kind of turn into in the trade market too. It's not just all about rentals. And mm-hmm. obviously they did it the year later with Hagel. Like, you have to kind of look around the league, but like Boone Jenner's deal, modified no trade clause, 30 years old, two and a half more seasons left at 375. Yep. It's doable. Especially because this season, I know like a crude cap space throws it off. Like 3.75 is not an insane cap hit to make work for the rest of the year. No. I wonder what his salary actually is. Oh, it's the same. He makes 375. Yeah, no bonuses. No, it doesn't look like it. Interesting. I wouldn't mind him. I, uh, I think I got to reevaluate what this team is going to do at the deadline. I think the whole conversation is just on they need a center, they need a center, they need a center. I think the Oilers aren't going to make any kind of decision over the next couple of weeks here. I think they're going to come back from this break, see what happens within the first week. Like, is McLeod going to keep going or is he going to like hit a bit of a wall here? Like, who is this team? You know, there's still there's still a lot of question marks with them. Guys who are just kind of going to the sky right now and mm-hmm. like what they're able to do. So I've. I can't see them doing anything for a while, but if a guy like Boone Jenner comes in, I think that helps him in many, many ways. And like a leadership one is a leader, good, penalty good one. killer, yeah, can like, score goals, can play power play penalty. Like, the only disadvantage is he's not been there. Like he's been to the playoffs, of course, but Columbus never made it past the second round. But the Oilers round, have right? a bunch of guys now who've been on runs. Yeah. This I, isn't but, an Oilers team who needs guys who've been there. Corey Perry's been there. there no, but it's him. always a nice addition. Ekholm's been there. We got Ekholm. We did get Ekholm. I don't know. I could see them getting the Jenner. I feel like that is a guy that Ken Holland would like a lot, right? Yeah, Brendan is in and says, this happened with Ekholm. Oilers seemed to do nothing till the last moment, and then it was a solid move. Yeah, it, was, it ended up being a great move. Um, so with this Boone Jenner talk, Liam, I've thrown together 
our mock trade for the day. It's brought okay. to you by Service Credit Union. The trade we're going to give out is absolutely fake, but what is absolutely real is the Service <laughs> Big Share. It is back for the sixth year with your chance to win a very real amount of $1 million. That's a lot of cash, Ola, Liam. Anyone can enter by becoming a member and saving with service. Every $500 saved gives you five entries into the Service Big Share contest. Transfer your existing savings to service for extra chances to win a $1 million as well. Contest ends April 30th, 2024. Skill test required for rules. Visit service.ca service.ca slash win. You ready for this? All right. Here's the go ca- ahead. Here's the caveat. 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 Sure. Yeah. Columbus is gonna retain whatever money it takes to make it work this year. I don't I can't do the cat math in my head. I'm too stupid. So <laughs> here's the deal. Columbus retains whatever Oilers get Boone Jenner. Edmonton okay. gives up their first rounder this year, their third rounder next year, and Xavier Borgo. And Borgo. So I'm basically using Sean Monahan as kind of the measuring stick okay. in all of this as he got a first and a conditional third. Okay, the Oilers are actually going to give up a third because Columbus is going to retain some money. Even if you don't need to, maybe they would just keep a million for you if you give them a third. So I put it down 275. Okay. And then because Boone Jenner has two years of term, that's yeah. where you got to kick in a guy like Xavier Borgo. Do you need to give up your probably your best forward prospect? Uh, under the age of 21, whatever he is. Like, Lavoie is our best forward prospect in Bakersfield, but... Yeah, and Holloway is yeah, but, probably ahead of him, too. But and, they're like, I would say they're NHL-ready. You know, like, Borgo's not NHL-ready. Yeah. I don't know if I would go that high with a Borgo. Like, I would sacrifice, again, one of those, like, BC listers in Tulio, Petrov, Savoy, someone like that, maybe, over a Borgo, but, like... And I would, too, but I, I'm just... I don't know. I like, think this is what it would take. Like, look at the Lindholm deal. That's for a pure rental, man. Like, I know Boone Jenner's not Elias Lindholm. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that he is. But you're getting a guy from multiple runs yeah. on a good cap it who's going to come in and help you this year, next year, and the year after. I don't see it. I don't think I would do that. I I, I see the, what you're saying. What's Boone Jenner's, like health history like he's always banged up and that's a concern with him see that's the thing with monahan too right like yeah if that guy if he that guy's having a great season mm-hmm. i saw a tweet before and i can't remember who said it so apologies but it was like vancouver traded for lindholm based off what he had done in the past not what he had done this season no he wasn't having a great year and then winnipeg today dr- <laughs> traded for monahan knowing what he's done this season not what he's his history is shown. Yeah. I think it's just an interesting way to look at it. I don't know. I, I wouldn't do that deal. I feel like you're giving up a lot and I know we're going all in and all this, but I just, I always have this thing too, is I don't think teams actually want the player that bad. Like it, would Columbus really want a ball go or do I, we'll take your extra second too. So you give away a first, second, third. I mean, I would also do that. I would rather do that than give up a player. And just, because the thing is too, like, the Oilers are a team that are going to be up against the cap for a few years now. Yep. They're scoring up, whatever, but we keep giving everyone bonuses. So that's a bit of a wrinkle in the, in the whatever. And uh, no one knows if you can trade the goddamn things or not. Yeah, we need, really need to get Connor Brown's contract on this show. If we if, but, if we see Gary walking by again, we'll just give him a little, yeah. Gary. I need to see it. I need to know Gaz. Give us your copy of the CBA. Borgo might have to be in this team within like the next two years. I don't think he will. Why? Okay, so you have... Connor Leon Nuge locked. Okay. Hyman locked. Yeah. Kane is under contract. Yeah. Holloway's coming. McLeod's here. You have hopefully Lavoie stepping up. Mm-hmm. I've already rattled off eight of your top nine spots, Liam. If okay. you go get a guy, if you get Boone Jenner, there's nine. Your your top nine is locked in for the next but, two seasons. But it also gets like you don't know what's gonna happen, right? Like 
there's probably a chance they, they get rid of a Van der Kane eventually. But if they see that Borgo is ready, they would rather have Borgo's rookie contract than a Van der Kane's five million, even if it costs them a buyout fee. Yeah, you're probably right. And maybe I shouldn't be including a Vander Kane and we should be looking at like it's not gonna be easy up. by any means, but I, I just I don't know. I'm not saying Borgo is untouchable because I would definitely trade him for the right price. But I don't know. I don't think he'd be the first person out of the door for me from that prospect pool. And and he wouldn't be either. But again, like look at what deals cost at the deadline. The Oilers got a handful of years of Ekholm. Granted, elite player. I love Matthias Ekholm. Boone Jenner's not an elite mm. forward. Again, I'm not trying to sell anyone on that. But what he would bring to this Oilers forward group is a really, really good dynamic. Yeah. And it helps you this uh, he year. He would like, help for sure. Again, if you're going to get Tyler Toffoli at the deadline, it's going to cost you a first in Borgo. And you're getting a rental. Better player, higher yeah, ceiling. So do true. you want the better player, higher ceiling? Or do you want the guy who's going to come in, make meaningful contributions in three playoff runs? Presuming he's healthy, because that's the risk. Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. Someone said it was clickbait, bro. It said nice clickbait, brothers. That's not clickbait, man. That's what like you have to give what to part? get. You can't just go out and find good players around the NHL and be like, oh, I want to give up my sixth best forward prospect and two third round picks and keep some money, please. It's just not how it's gonna work. You gotta, gotta, give, to you gotta give to get. Also, clickbait. Wouldn't we have to like put that somewhere for it to be clickbait? You're literally watching the show. Yeah, it's live. You're already you click, in. You clicked on it. And the title is, everyone makes moves besides the Edmonton Oilers. They didn't get Corey Perry, though. We addressed that earlier. But that was today. This yeah, is strictly a today event. And by everybody, we mean three teams have made headlines. Four. Who's the fourth? The Lindholm thing. Oh, yeah. wait. Well, that was two uh, The ago. fourth is the yeah. NHL. Yeah, just the league as a whole. So, <laughs> you know, whatever. I'm not going to put goals in that. I'm not going to put goals in that. So you say no to my service credit union mock trade. Yeah, I probably would. People are saying I'm overvaluing Borgo, you a are. 21-year-old prospect. The point is Who he's still a isn't a super impactful American prospect. leaguer. Yeah, but that team's weird. Like, there's so many guys. Like, we've seen Savoy now catch a bit of, bit of heat. Like, he's getting going. Petrov started playing well. I just think you got to give these guys an opportunity. It was only a year ago we were all had Rafael Lavoie out the door, too, because he couldn't score anything. And now, all of a sudden, we all want him in the team. Like, these guys I are going to go through ups and downs and... I just wouldn't give up on Borgo yet. With that said, I don't think he's untouchable, and I think if the right deal is there to be made, then yeah, he's gone. If he's involved, if that's a trade that happens, yeah. I'm not going to say, but I can't believe they traded Borgo. Would you do this deal for Konechny? Yes. Would you do this deal for Konechny if you had to throw in Fogel to make the money work? Probably. Because Konechny's 26. Like, Boone Jenner's 30. You don't know what he's going to be at 33. Connecting a better hockey player. And you can probably project both All-Stars, though. You can probably project what Connecting is going to be in three years. Mm-hmm. You don't know what is going to happen to uh, Jenna's body in three years. Yeah. Chell says Toffoli would cost a first in Lavoie. Raph Lavoie doesn't have trade value. He, he went through waivers He this cleared year. waivers. <laughs> if someone liked him, they already would have grabbed him. Yeah. He's a fighter, though. Yeah. Now, yeah. Maybe now they saw him drop the mitts and they're like, son of a bitch. I'll get him on the Department of Discipline. Day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. That, seriously, that Brad Bay interview is so legit. It was so good. It. Talks about a lot of stuff. Yeah. But, but And I know this is a topic I think we have, but just like the Phoenix Coyotes being in downtown Phoenix. And he said on the show, spoiler alert, everybody, Phoenix would be a top five franchise in the NHL if they played in downtown still. Yeah. Pretty All right. bold. So I want to go through a little league notebook here. We'll get this one brought to you by Tourism Jasper. Mm-hmm. It's no longer Jasper in January, Liam. 
but there are still plenty of reasons to go out and visit the Rockies. Visit our friends at Tourism Jasper online. Tourism Jasper is a hell of an event. You need to keep it on your calendar for next year. But if you haven't been out to the Rockies yet, you need to do it. And our friends at Tourism Jasper will hook you up. Uh, a little notebook from our pal Frank Saravalli, who was at the Gary Bettman press conference, the first one, okay. not the second one that we've sent Jay live on location to go see. Yep. Um, official name, by the way, of that tournament, the Four Nations Face-Off. That, that sucks. That is a brutal name. What would you have called it? I don't know. The Four Nations Cup would have been perfectly I fine. I feel like that's been used before. So what? The okay. NHL has never used it. Yeah. Right. Everyone uses All-Star Game. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, Gary Bettman says the appropriate path for the NHL with the 2018 Team Canada World Junior Team is to wait until the judicial process is complete before taking any action. Um, Gary Bettman also at one point snapped back at Robin Doolittle, who is Ooh. doing some unbelievable reporting on this thing. She, Her and Rick Westhead have been the ones kind of handling a bulk of the work. Rick Westhead was kind of iced out of asking a question for a while. And then after Robin Doolittle kept asking questions... Batman said to her, quote, are we having a personal conversation? Should we open the floor to others? Not a great look from the commission, in my opinion. No, that's uh, a bit unnecessary. He also it? did say he would be surprised if any of those players are playing in the NHL while their investigations are still pending, which I think is kind of more of a firm answer than Gary said with his words. The yeah. implication is. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like those guys are never going to play in the NHL again. They don't deserve to, right? I mean, well, yeah. yeah. But. Uh, continuing to move along, uh, there was some drama and a little war of words about the Arizona Coyotes. Gary Bettman first came out and said, you know, he's confident that the Coyotes are going to figure out a situation here. NHLPA head Marty Walsh had other things to say. He was, quote, extremely concerned and disappointed with Yotes' ownership over their arena situation. Also, there has been this kind of lingering undertone of the NHLPA not being happy with how... The Coyotes are, I don't want to say treating their players, but there's a bit of a PA issue here where the dressing room, traveling on the road, there are issues with the Yotes and and the way the players are being handled there. There's really not much they can do, but I think that is why Marty Walsh was as spicy as he was in that uh, that conversation. He was, yeah, not happy. So... Well, it's good um, to see someone stand out for the players in this yeah. situation, too. Like, do you remember when it started and they were literally, the road teams were in a room and they basically had curtains like yeah. we do behind them? Uh, Walsh said senior members of the Coyotes organization won't even speak with the NHLPA about the conditions for the players there. So good. Uh, that's out. not great. Marty Walsh also unloaded the clip a little bit about the Coyotes and their two arena deals. He said the Coyotes have missed two deadlines already to move forward with an arena project. This from Chris Johnston, quote, how long do you wait to get a home? They're playing in a college arena and they're the second tenant in that arena. This is not the way to run a business. Uh, I like Frank's idea of of moving the Coyotes out of the out of Phoenix area. Get them to Salt Lake City. Wherever it may be. Like It seems like that's going to be the destination. And just bring them back eventually when everything's ready. Like You wouldn't do this if a team was coming into the league. Like Imagine if Salt Lake was like, oh, we're going to play in our college rink for the first five years, but we'll be ready, Gary. There's no way they would move them there. Like, it's just a double standard is kind of crazy. But I understand it, too, in the sense of, like, it's worked before, but they're also not going to play downtown if they stay in Phoenix, right? Yeah. So, not for me. There you go. Well, There's I can't little... wait for Nation Vacation. I can't wait. We're going to be in zone. <laughs> I, I'm excited to go to the Mullet Arena. That is going to yeah, be Yeah, I am, fun. too. I am, too. I asked Colby Cohen about it. And what did he say? He said it's unreal. Yeah, everyone I've talked to that's gone yeah. says it's great. 
Brayden says, send him to Salt Lake City, give Rusty his hometown team. If Rusty stops tuning into this show because he suddenly gets a fancy team in Utah, <laughs> I'm going to be a little pissed. I'm going to make a new nation. Yotes Nation. Salt Lake City Nation. Salt Lake City Yotes Nation. Oh, you could abbreviate Salt Lake City, Utah. So Salt Lake and then the UT from Utah. Mash that together and that's na- that nation. That, I don't get it. S-C-L-U. No, Salt Lake, S-L, and then Utah, U-T. No, don't get it. Yeah, all right. Cute. Cool. Cool. Keep moving along. Uh, also, if, you, if you're looking for some good content, we did a sit down on Better Late Than Never with Frank Saravalli yesterday, Bag Milk's oh. hit podcast. It was Frank like I've never heard him before. He was bleeding. The His multiple, foot was bleeding. Multiple foot stories on this trip. I heard the bomb burner guys talking about when they cut their toenails. Next thing you know, we got Frank leaking all over our, over our floor. And now I've got blisters. Been a tough week for the feet. Yeah, it has been. Got to be prepared. <laughs> YouTube is just hiding all the comments automatically. That's so funny. Uh, let's get to the menu for our friends at DoorDash. 25% off. And oh, zero no, delivery. I get it. Yeah, so you're seeing them pop up. That makes sense. That would be good. 25% off and zero delivery fees on your first order of $15 or more. What do you need to do? You need to download the DoorDash app and enter the promo code NATION25. Dash that for the win this weekend. It's Friday night. You don't want to cook. Kick your feet up. Watch the skills competition. Uh, that is what's coming up on the menu tonight. I'll yeah. be in attendance at the skills comp. We're also going to be dropping a hotel room edition of Boilers Nation Radio in a bit. Yeah, we're going to head over there pretty quick after, I think. Once Jay's done, I would assume. Wander over there. Hopefully Jay and BM have some fresh ideas for us because... We're going to be doing the same show again? Yep, that'll be... No, we'll freshen it up. And we'll, we'll get BM's take week. on things. Yep, so that'll be good. And then there's one other thing I was going to say. Oh, what did you think of McDavid's, like, the draft last night? We never spoke about that, right? No, we didn't, <laughs> uh, because that's how little it impacted me. Uh, the best part was Michael Buble saying he was on mushrooms. That was um, special. Yep, that was good. He didn't say that when I met him. Yeah, well, because he was with his kids, so he probably wasn't on mushrooms then. <laughs> you never know. So there's that. Um, someone just asked if any Otani sightings in Toronto. Are you kidding no, me? No, no Shohei Otani in, Stop. in Toronto. Stop. Although he might be on a plane here. You're such a... Th- <laughs> uh, all right, continuing along. What were we talking about? Oh, the... The All-Star uh, Fantasy Draft. It was so stale. It was very boring. Like, like it's tough for those players that like you want them to have personality, but some of them just don't. Yeah, they just just don't, don't. or they're unwilling to, or they don't want to be the guy who's, you know, like in the All-Star game Saturday. I'm fully expecting minimal effort from a lot of those players. And Colby Cohen talked to us about this. No one wants to be the guy who's going all try hard at the All-Star game. I do think tonight in the skills competition, it'll be a little different, Liam. I think with that cat, a million bucks on the line, it's just you competing against these other guys. These players all willingly jumped in and said, we want to do this. Connor McDavid helped design the event. All Mm -hmm. of that stuff. Yeah, you don't want to embarrass Connor. No, you don't want to embarrass Connor. Well, he's not going to want to embarrass himself. I think he'll have a good performance tonight. The team McDavid drafted was pretty good. I like the Pasternak pick. Didn't love the Hellebuck pick, but whatever. Why? I don't know. I just wanted to see him like pick Crosby or something. But you take the, the best goalie. Yeah, but they're all kind of good goalies. I don't know. I would argue Cam Talbot's not at his best right now. Yeah, sure. That's uh, and, but he got Sam Bobrovsky, too. Yeah, that was good. That was really funny. The... Um, very lame way to end it, though. Just having the guys just like pull out cards, Make like come someone on. the last pick. Yeah, what are they? Whatever. Toddlers? Are they gonna cry? <laughs> that 
That was dumb. That would be entertainment, though. If all one of, of the, the players cried, yes. just on his knees, saying, like, I could be Pause. in San Diego. <laughs> yeah. Um, our friends at Betway do have odds up for the All-Star game. Team McDavid, Team McKinnon is a coin flip to start things off. And then Team Matthews is taking on Team Hughes as well. They also have odds up for who's going to win the skills competition. Connor McDavid is the favorite at 6-1, to one, Liam. The biggest long shot. It's JT Miller and William Nylander at 12 to 1. I like William Nylander at 12 to 1. So who's all in it? McDavid, Nylander, Miller, Dreisaitl. I'll give them to you in order of their odds. Starting okay. at McDavid at 6 to 1, going down to Nylander at 12 to 1. Okay. McDavid, McCarr, Pasternak, McKinnon, Kucherov, Matthews, Pedersen, Dreisaitl, Barzell, Hughes, Ooh. Miller, Nylander. Really sped through 8 through 10 there. Uh, I'm going to put my money on. I like McCarr. I like Nylander. I mean, that value is good. Payout, he's man. at home. Like, he's going to want to play well in front of the fans, put on a yeah. show. So, either way, I think you can't go wrong with any of them. I like Connor McDavid 6-1 to one to win accuracy shooting on Betway. I like, I don't like Connor McDavid to win fastest skater. I like Matt Barzell 2.7-1 to, to win fastest skater. So, they get to pick their not events. participate in two of them, right? Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, hardest shot, Elias Pettersson's the favorite at 2.3-1. to one. That's actually decent. Maybe you could get Pasternak at seven and a half to one. There's a one timers event. Leon Drysettles in that one. He's part of a three way tie. Right? Him, Pasternak, Matthews are favored at a six to one. Well, so, Drysettles better than Matthews. So, All Star Game MVP. Something Connor McDavid's missing from his mantle in his hometown. Maybe he's inspired to go win at nine to one. Who's the Who's the favorite? Matthews nine to one. Him and McDavid are tied nine to one. Gotcha. Yeah, I like. I'm doing that Nylander bet for tonight. You should. Yep. Shout out to Betway, 19 plus. Please play responsibly. Why is JT Miller in this? I don't know. That doesn't make any sense to me. You want me to ask him tonight? I want you to ask him how he felt about the Vancouver Canucks players taking all the Canucks and then not taking him. It's so lame that they do this unwritten rule because that's what it was. The Canucks guys knew no one was going to take Besser or Miller from them. So they saved them for the end and picked other players. It's so lame that they were like afraid to break up teammates. There should be a rule. Connor and Leon should be on opposite teams. They should make them both captains. Something like that. Or like being like, you can't pick your own teammate. And then there might be a little bit of a friendly rivalry there. Yeah, you can do it up. Can't can't pick your own teammate unless there's you have to kind of thing, you know? Yeah. They should just put all the sticks in the middle and pull them out. I think that'd be unbelievable. But you said you hit the envelope then. Yeah, but the envelope, it'd be fun if everybody was in it. And then you just like mysteriously, like someone steps forward and it's like, oh, that's my stick. I'm on Team Matthews. And it's Boone Jenner. But then the NHL would overproduce it and make it very awkward. And there'd be a commercial break in between every stick throw. And (laughs) they'd be like, well, this sucks. And the league would ruin it. You miss some. Like they just do it through the commercial break. Yeah. All right, we do got to wrap. It is 4 o'clock Eastern, Liam. I'm hungry. Maybe we door dash up to the hotel room while we record ONR. We could double dash. Double dash. Everyone can get what they want. Yes. BM, he's in. You know he's always in. <laughs> All right, that is a wrap from our shows from the Seagram's VO Select Whiskey Studio. Uh, big, big shout out. Sponsorship X at the NHL All-Star Game. Like This has been an unreal couple of days yeah. of making content. The set... Looks awesome. The crew we've had out here is fantastic. Our guy Vic hasn't pissed in nine hours. He's just been locked in. He just produces shows from 9 a.m. until we're done at 4 or 5, and he's not allowed to leave his seat. It's insane, but he did a hell of a job. Uh, It was great to catch up with Frank Saravalli. We got to see Luke Gazdick in person. Yeah, so tall. About my height. (laughs) No, he's not. You hate when I say that. (laughs) Look up his hockey DB. What's his height? 
All right, let's see what we Let's got. settle this once and for all before we wrap up the show. Also, the capital of North Dakota is Bismarck, for people who were curious about that earlier on. I don't, yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, I was going to say no one's interested, but that's a lie. The chat's a bunch of sickos, and they actually wanted to know. How tall are you? 6'3", in these well, shoes. he's 6'4". Ah, but that's his <laughs> playing height. That's on skates? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm going to go with. You must be wearing skates yesterday. You won't prove me wrong on this. Uh, but yeah, that was a lot of fun as well. And uh, we've gotten to, uh, we've gotten to have some, make some good memories, Liam. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll still be covering the All-Star Weekend. I'm sticking around for skills and the game. I'll be writing some stuff at OilersNation.com, so make sure you keep it locked there. We also have a ton of reaction to all the news that went on today up at the site. So make sure you're clicking on the site. BLTN, New Orleans Radio. Go listen to that Department of Discipline. Tons of good content from the Seagram's VO Select Whiskey Studio down here at Sponsorship X. It's been a ton of fun doing this over the last couple of days. We'll be back with our regular scheduled programming on Monday Mm -hmm. and then Tuesday. Oilers going for an NHL record. Going to be a fun week. Until then, have a good weekend, Oilers fans. We'll chat with you next week.